0: A R
1: Main Menu Main Menu Main menu. Main Menu Main Menu
0: Welcome to Main Menu for the week of November 22 through November 28, 2013. I'm your host, David Tanner, and it is good to have you with us here on Main Menu today. And we are glad you're back with us if you're a returning listener. And if you're a new listener, welcome. We are very pleased to have you with us here on Main Menu today. Well, we have quite a full show for you today here on Main Menu we're going to start out with a short little piece from Chase Crispin, and Chase is going to tell us all about how you can submit a presentation to Main Menu to be aired on the Main Menu Show. And then David Woodbridge is going to come back with the second and a half of his review of the OS X 10.9 Mavericks operating system for the Mac using VoiceOver. And then Mary Emerson is gonna come along and Mary is going to show and demonstrate for us the accessibility features and the Kindle Fire HDX book reader. And that's what we have for you this week on the main menu. And we do hope that you enjoy and get a lot of valuable information out of these two segments. Just real quickly, for those of you who may be interested in knowing about the latest from NVDA, the NVDA folks, NV Access folks, have just uh, recently announced the uh, release of the first release candidate for NVDA 2013 Release 3. So you may want to get out to the web page there at NV access and grab that and take a look at it and it is expected that probably the actual NVDA 2003 Release three will probably be out in a couple or so weeks, so we'll be watching for that and let you know when it comes out. And hopefully, we can get uh, someone on from NVDA and from NV Access to talk about what's new in the new release coming out. There are some pretty interesting things coming up, and this release that you probably want to hear about and know about. Well, we're going to get right on into our segments for today. You have a great week, and we'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu.
2: Hi, I'm Chase Crispin, the executive producer of Main Menu. We are currently looking for listeners who are willing to review any type of accessible technology for us here on Main Menu. If you are interested in doing a review of a product that you own, or an interview with its vendor, then please contact us and let us know what you're interested in doing. Before you begin to record a segment, it is important to contact us so that we can ensure that it hasn't already been covered on our program. To get in contact with us, please send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know what demonstration or interview you would like to do. Once you have completed your recording, please again send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know how we might get the file from you and if it will need any further editing. We can get files from you in any method such as SendSpace or Dropbox, any way that works for you. Once we receive your file, we will let you know when it will be aired on main menu. Presentations from our listeners are always interesting and well-received by the rest of the listeners, so if this interests you, please get in touch with us. Thank you for your interest, and we look forward to hearing from you on the show very soon.
3: System Preferences, Window, Toolbar. Okay, we'll leave it there. I'm just going to command tab to go back to our document. Text edit, notes for Mavericks.txt, Window. Okay, next point. Seven, Dictation and Speech, Dictation tab. New use enhanced dictation, allows offline voice dictation.
4: Okay, so this is actually a fairly important one, at least for me, as I can now do offline voice dictation. So before, you had need to be on the internet. And it would only allow you to dictate up to 30 seconds. It now allows you to dictate more than that. And it you can download the necessary files to do offline voice dictation. You just have to activate it. So let me do command tab to get back to system preferences.
3: System preferences, system preferences, system preferences, window, toolbar. Okay, let's go and interact. Preference panes interact with Preference panes, scroll area.
4: Let me jump down to Dictation and Speech, D-I-C. Dictation
3: and Speech button. Yeah, Spacebar and Spacebar, Press Dictation, Selected tab, one of two. That's already selected. If it wasn't, I could just do VO Spacebar and Spacebar. Let's go across. Text to... Use Dictation wherever you can type text. To start dictating, use the shortcut or select Start Dictation from the Edit menu. Dictation on... Selected radio button, one of okay, two, so you
4: can tell I've already selected mine.
3: off radio button, two of two, external microphone, menu button. That's what it's currently using. Use enhanced dictation, checked checkbox.
4: Okay, use enhanced dictation checkbox. So if you check it, because by default it's not, it'll download the required files to your Mac.
3: Allows offline this use and continuous dictation with live feedback. So that's
4: going to create demo. Let me just jump back to text edit.
3: Text edit. Notes for Mavericks.txt, window. Okay, let me just do a new file. New, now in, untitled 2.6, window, edit text.
4: Okay, and let me do some offline voice dictation, and we'll see what happens. So I'm going to press my function key twice, you hear a beep, and then I'll start talking. Today I saw a little worm a wriggling on his belly, comma. I wonder if he'd like to come inside and see what's on the telly, full stop. New line, new line, I have a pretty brown-eyed cow who gives me milk and cheese, comma, and now I'm sitting in my room with hoof-and-mouth disease, full stop, new line, new line, it probably got that last comment wrong because I laughed, full stop, new line, new line, now is the time for all good men to come to the aid of their party, full stop, new line, new line, the creek brown fox jumped over the lazy dog and raced away into the bush never to be seen again. Full stop. New line, new line. What did the person say to the man in the moon? Question. Okay, and that will do it for this demo of voice dictation, which I'll stop now by pressing my FN key again.
3: Today I saw a little worm everything on his belly. I wanted like to come inside and see what's on the telly. I have a pretty ground I'd tell who use me milk and cheese, and now I'm sitting in my room with Hoffmer disease. Got that last comment wrong because I laughed. Now is the time for all good men to come to the aid of their party. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog and raced away into the bush never to be seen again. What did the person say to the moon in the mood question dog? Okay, and that would do it for this demo of voice dictation, which I'll stop now by pressing my FET again.
4: Okay, so I didn't do too badly. Okay, so I don't want to keep this. I'm going to do command W.
3: Close. Interact with dialog for window. Okay, so i press my tab key. Do you want to keep this new doc? Di- iCloud Rich Text Delete button. I press brown delete. Display enhanced multi-display support which makes using multiple displays easier and more powerful with no configuration required.
4: Okay, so basically you can use multiple displays now with Mavericks without going through any stressful setup process. Okay, so that's displays, so so far we've talked about the finder, system preferences, and we just mentioned the display. Our next point is to do with Safari.
3: Safari 1, a new version of Safari with shared links which helps you find what's new on the web by consolidating links shared by people you follow on Twitter and LinkedIn, e.g., Control-Plus-Command-Plus-3, Show-slash-Hide-Links-Sidebar, three Three tabs, selects three row tab and bookmarks, reading list, and shared links, i.e., Control-Plus-Command-Plus-1 selects bookmarks, and Control-Plus-Command-Plus-2 selects reading list, 2 VoiceOver will return to the link on a page when going back to the originating page.
4: So you have the shared link options now. That includes people from your social networks and the fact that VoiceOver will now return to the originating link when you go into a new page and come back again. So I'll just show you both of those quickly. I'm just going to jump into Safari and again I've got a Safari shortcut which is right option and S which is one of the default shortcuts if you turn keyboard command on with Shift V O K or Shift Control Option K of course.
3: Safari, Vision Australia, Window. OK, so let's do the shortcut key for it. Control plus Command plus three. Show shared links sidebar.
4: OK, so if I come out of my
3: HTML area. Leaving content information. Shared links sidebar. Okay, interact. Interact with shared links sidebar. Five items, bookmarks tab. One of three.
4: Now, as that said in the notes, when you press Control Command 1, 2, or 3, it'll bring up each one of these selected. So at the moment, the third one... Shared links, selected tab, three of three. Okay, is selected. So Control Command 1 would select bookmarks. Control Command 2 would select your reading list.
3: Reading list, tab, two of three. Okay, which is that one. Shared links. Table. Okay, so if I keep going, table. I interact? Interact with table, row 2 of 171. Down. EMC uses pure storage of stealing trade secrets and lawsuit. ZD.net slash 1HHRE6Q group. Mavericks adds internet free dictation and words appear in real time. TUAW.com slash 2013 slash 11 slash 05. Okay, so these are my shared links,
4: which is actually very nice. Okay, so let me just come out of there.
3: Stop interacting with table. Mavericks adds internet. F- Stop interacting Inter- with shared links sidebar.
4: Uh, jump down at the bottom of the screen.
3: Vision Australia HTML content.
4: There's my HTML area with my Vision Australia webpage.
3: Interact with Vision Australia HTML content.
4: Now I want to just show to you where VoiceOver strikes Safari will come back to the link that you've just gone off. So, I want to get to the link that says buy assistive technology products.
3: Entering banner land. It's
4: going to the top of the page. And I know I've visited this before, so I'm just going to do VO command V until I hear it.
3: Site map. Shop. Shop. I'd like technology. our shop. Site map. Shop for assistive devices. Visited link.
4: Okay, that's the one. So, if I do VO spacebar control spacebar to activate it,
3: press visited link. Shop for assistive devices. Shop page has 147 links, 40 headings, nine form controls, four buttons, field. Okay, so if I do via command H... Internal link, skip to contend. heading level two, product categories, clickable.
4: Okay, now if I go back with command left bracket.
3: Back, Vision Austra- Vision Australia page has 121 links, 26 headings, 4 form controls, 1 button, scrwebarea.textfieldcount.single, Visited link, shop for assistive devices.
4: Okay, I'm back where I started from. Before, in Mountain Line, etc., it would basically go back to the top of the page. Now, there are some websites where it doesn't work, but on the whole, I found it fairly consistent. Okay, so that's enough for Safari for the moment. Rather than leaving it running, I'm just going to do Command Q to quit it.
3: Text edit, notes for Mavericks.txt window.
4: Okay, and that's it for Safari. Now, next point is about Calendar, which I'm not going to demonstrate to you. I'll just get the system to read out the notes about Calendar.
3: Calendar 1, a streamlined calendar that estimates travel time between appointments and provides a map with weather forecast Two different look. Okay, so as it said,
4: the calendar has got a new look and it can give you weather information, travel time, etc. I haven't played with that much yet, so again, I would urge you to go and have a bit of a play with it if you'd like to have a look. Now, the next two options are going to be talking about the two new applications that are in Mavericks, which is the new Maps application and the new iBooks application
3: two new applications, iBooks, and Maps. One, iBooks, which gives you instant access to your iBooks library, more than two million titles in the iBooks store trademark, and works seamlessly across your devices. Can access both library when iBooks opens and store. Store home, shift plus command plus H, library command plus L. When first in iBooks, choose list to view table of current books in your library interact with table, down arrow to desired book, and press command plus O to open, book window will then appear. To read book, interact with the book title HTML area, and read book, store. When in store home, shift plus command plus H, VO plus command plus H until category header, VO plus down to go. The list of category links, choose link with VO plus space, navigate by header as most categories have subsections vo plus down to go through list of books, vo plus space on book link title, vo plus command plus h to header navigation slash vo plus down or up to read book info, navigate or use vo plus command plus j to jump to either get sample button or dollar amount to purchase, if purchasing, enter apple id after choosing dollar amount, choose same button to download book, you will open up in library ready to read by interacting with book html area, 2 MAPS brings powerful mapping technology to the desktop and lets you plan a trip from your Mac and send it to your iPhone.
4: Okay, so that was all the information about both iBooks and the map. And I'll let you play with both those applications. I will do another demo on both iBooks and maps separately. Just a few comments on either one of those. In iBooks at the moment, as of this demonstration, there are quite a number of unlabeled buttons. When you interact with the table of contents in a book and you go past the first option, it will automatically activate that particular option and go straight to that part of the contents. However, if you release your voiceover cursor to the keyboard focus with Shift VO F3, you can then navigate to another item in that contents page and then of course you could then activate that item to go to that particular item in the contents page. There are a few other issues, but i found on the whole I am indeed able to read an iBook on my Mac. However, I tend to read most of my iBooks still on my iPhone, iPod Touch or iPad. And those commands that I outlined in that point that was reading about iBooks are quite good for jumping between your library and the store and also for the fact that when you initially go into iBooks to read your list of books that are in your iBooks application once they've been downloaded to it is the fact to put it in list view so then you can navigate through the table to then access the list of books in your library. Actually, let me just do a quick demo of iBooks before I move on to maps. So I've currently got iBooks open. I'm just going to command tab around to it.
3: iBooks, iBooks, library, list, window, table.
4: Okay, now I've last had my focus on the table, which contains a list of all my books, because as I said previously I've got it in list view. If I jump to the search edit field by just doing Command F,
3: find search text field,
4: and I do via left arrow.
3: List selected radio button five of five.
4: That's the list radio button that I said you had to actually activate so that you can have your books in table view. Okay, so of course it's selected. I can do it again via spacebar.
3: Press list, selected radio button, five of five.
4: Okay, so I'm just going to come back to the right to the search edit field via right
3: Search text field.
4: I'm just going to type in Alice for Alice's Adventure in Wonderland. A L. Quickly find titles,
3: authors, and genres.
4: <laughs> Thank you for that hint. IBooks. Press enter.
3: Alice's highlighted.
4: I'm going to jump down to the bottom of the window to get back to my table. Table. Interact.
3: Interact with table, row one of one, column one of nine.
4: And of course, if this was the full-blown table, because I've currently just got Alice up in the row, each row in the table has all the book information in it. So if this was the full table, I could just do V up and down to read title by title. But For the moment, if I read across this particular row for Alice...
3: Title, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, author, Lewis Carroll, category, fiction and literature, collection, column 5, row 1, empties, last read, 7-11-2013, slash slash date added, 23-10-2013. Okay, and to
4: open, I just press commando.
3: Open book, now in, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, window.
4: Now the book comes up in a scroll area containing HTML elements. So that's going to do find command for voiceover, V-O-F.
3: iBooks has new window. Enter search text.
4: Type in the word scroll. Then get to the scroll area.
3: Scroll area. Interact. Interact with scroll area. Two items. The Project Gutenberg eBook of Alice's Adventures in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll HTML content.
4: That's the first element. The second one's actually the book itself, so error.
3: The Project Gutenberg eBook of Alice's Adventures in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll, HTML content. Interact. Interact. with the Project Gutenberg eBook of Alice's Adventures in Wonderland.
4: Okay, V-O command H to get down to the start of the first chapter.
3: Heading level 1, 3, I... Heading level 4, 2 items. SAML, heading level 4, 3 items. Copyright, heading level 2, I... Down the rabbit hole.
4: Okay, down the rabbit hole, and we'll do VOA to start reading a little bit.
3: Heading level 2, I... Down the rabbit hole, Alice was beginning to get very tired of sitting by her sister on the bank, and of having nothing to do. Once or twice she had peeped into the book her sister was reading, but it had no pictures or conversations in it. And what is the use of a book, thought Alice, without pictures or conversations?
4: Okay. And let's do Command W to close the book for the moment.
3: Close. Now in. Library. List. Window. Table.
4: Okay, I'm back to the table. And it's going to go back to the search edit field for the moment.
3: Find Alice's search so text field. That. Select all. Selection deleted.
4: Okay, I've cleared that. So now my table is back to my full list of books. So I jump back down to that table now. Table. Interact.
3: Interact with table. Row 1 of 512.
4: Okay, so I've got my 512 rows back, i.e. 512 books. Okay, let me just Command Tab back to Text Edit for our Mavericks Notes.
3: Text Edit Notes for Mavericks.txt window.
4: Now, just in case you're not aware of the fact, in Mavericks, all your iBooks will now be located in the iBooks app. The only books that will be in the iTunes application in your what used to be called your Books category are now just audiobooks. Okay, so basically, iBooks for iBooks and audiobooks in iTunes now in Mavericks. Maps is actually very interesting. It actually does work quite well with voiceover, and I've actually used it to look up address that I had to navigate to last week, and I sent that to my iPhone, and then it came up and just started talking straight away to me in Maps. And when I was on my Mac, I could actually read the root steps, to follow or initially to have a check out what streets I'd have to be walking down before I send it to my iPhone. However, as I said, I will be doing a separate demo on iBooks on the Mac and Maps on the Mac. Okay, so the next point.
3: Advanced technologies, improves energy efficiency and responsiveness, timer coalescing, app nap and compress memory. One, timer coalescing in OS X Mavericks Timer coalescing groups low-level operations together, creating tiny periods of idle time that allow the CPU to enter the low power state more often. With its activity reduced up to 72%, the CPU uses less energy, giving the battery a break, Two, In OS X Mavericks, AppNap helps save power when working with multiple apps at the same time. OS X can tell when an app is completely hidden behind other windows. And if that app isn't currently doing something such as downloading a file etc, AppNap conserves valuable battery life by slowing the app down. Once the app is used again, the app instantly shifts back to full speed. AppNap works the same way with Safari tabs. So only the visible tab is running at full speed. With AppNap, CPU energy use can be reduced by up to two 3%. 3. Compressed Memory With OS 10 Mavericks, Compressed memory allows the Mac to free up memory space when the user needs it most. As the Mac approaches maximum memory capacity, OS X automatically compresses data from inactive apps, making more memory available. Once the memory is compressed, the Mac doesn't have to waste time continually transferring data back and forth between memory and storage. So it's able to get more done in less time. For The new Energy tab in the Activity Monitor application in the Finder Utilities folder allows you to monitor energy usage and quit processes if necessary. So that
4: point was basically about the advanced management control for applications to reduce energy usage, which should overall extend your battery life, of course, when you're using your MacBook Pro, etc. And the last point, number four, which concerned the Activity Monitor, that's where you can go in yourself besides the item under the extras menu battery to see what other processes may be using energy on your Mac. And I'll quickly show you that now. So I'm going to press Command-Tab to get back around to Finder.
3: Finder. Finder. Desktop. Macintosh HD. Volume.
4: Okay, now this time I'm actually going to use the Spotlight function to find the activity monitor rather than doing... Shift-Command-U to bring up the Utilities folder. So I'm going to press Command-Spacebar.
3: Spotlight. Search text field.
4: I'll type in Activity.
3: Top hit. Activity monitor. 23 items.
4: I'm going to press the Enter key.
3: Activity monitor. And
4: I'm going to jump to the top of the window. Toolbar. Interact with the toolbar.
3: Interact with toolbar. 9 items. Come across. Inspect. Select. System not CPU, radio button, 1 of 5.
4: Okay, so you've got a number of these options. CPU was there before. Now if I go to the
3: right. Memory, radio button, 2 of 5. Yeah, okay, memory was there before. Energy, selected radio button, 3 of 5. Okay, and that's energy
4: which I've currently selected. And if it wasn't previously selected, I could just do Vi spacebar. space bar.
3: Press energy, selected radio button, 3 of 5. To select it.
4: So let me uninteract.
3: Stop interacting with toolbar. So
4: it's going to jump down
3: to the table. Process information table. If I interact, interact with process information table row one of thirteen.
4: Okay, now if I go across this table, it's got the heading plus the actual application name. Okay, so the first one is
3: app name: Amadeus Pro text collapsed.
4: Okay, app name, Amadeus Pro.
3: Energy impact, 12.7,
4: collapsed.
3: Energy impact, 12.7. Avg energy impact, 9.90, collapsed.
4: Average impact, 9.90.
3: App nap, no, collapsed. App nap, no. User, David Woodbridge, and collapsed.
4: User, that's me. So let's go back across to the left again.
3: App, app energy, app name, Amadeus Pro, text collapsed. Come down. Safari text collapsed. And across. Energy impact 0.0. Avg energy impact 0.49. App nap, yes, collapsed.
4: Okay, so Safari in this case is capable of actually app So across again one more to the left. So back to the left again and we'll do one more.
3: Avg energy app Safari text collapsed. App store text collapsed. Energy impact 0.0 Avgenergy energy impact 0.38 Co- app nap, yes collapsed.
4: It's going to go down this column. It's going to see what other ones don't do app napping.
3: No collapsed. Oh,
4: next one that doesn't do app napping. So let's go across the left.
3: Avg ener- energy app name Dropbox text collapsed.
4: There you go. So Dropbox currently doesn't do app napping. So there we go. So basically, that's the way that you can monitor. Processes. Now, if you want to close down any of those processes, if I uninteract with this table,
3: stop interact and go back to the toolbar. As toolbar well, interact interact with toolbar nine items. Quit selected process button.
4: Okay, the first button in the toolbar is actually quit selected process, or the next button
3: inspect selected process button.
4: You can inspect the selected process. So that's just a way of monitoring energy usage on your Mac and closing down any processes if you want to increase your current efficiency, particularly when using your Mac on batteries. Let me just close the activity monitor with command Q.
3: Finder, desktop, Macintosh HD, volume.
4: And back to text edit with our notes.
3: Text edit, text edit, notes for Mavericks.txt, window. Okay, so let's see what the next point is. Accessibility shortcut dialog, option plus command plus F5, one. New keyboard shortcuts button added takes you to keyboards in System Preferences. Okay, so
4: the keyboard shortcut on your Mac that you can bring up regardless of whether voiceover is running or not, it will still talk. You can press tab or shift tab to navigate. Has now got a new option as the point said, it has the keyboard button to take you to your keyboard options in System Preferences. So let me just show you how it does work. I'm going to press Command F5 to turn off voiceover.
3: VoiceOver off. Okay, and
4: then I'm going to bring up the accessibility shortcut panel with option command F5. So if I press tab now,
3: enable zoom using keyboard shortcuts
4: unchecked. Enable zoom using scroll gestures. Unchecked. Okay. So this is just using the system voice. And it was a zoom. Enable voice over. Unchecked. Enabled voice over. I press space bar on that checkbox. Now it would reactivate voiceover. Enable sticky keys. Unchecked. Sticky keys. Enable slow keys. Slow Unchecked. Keys. Enable mouse keys. Mouse Unchecked. Keys. Invert display colors. Unchecked. Invert display colors. Contrast. Zero percent. That's the contrast slider. Keyboard shortcuts. Okay. There's keyboard shortcuts. That's the new option. Preferences. There's preferences. Done. Done. Enable zoom using keyboard shortcuts. Uncheck. Done. Preferences. Keyboard shortcuts. Okay, now if I press spacebar, it's going to take me into system preferences. So I need to turn voiceover on myself with Command F5.
3: Voiceover on system preferences, keyboard window.
4: Okay, and we're in the keyboard window in system preferences. So I'm just going to do Command W to close that.
3: Text edit. Notes for Mavericks.txt window.
4: So that's the new option in the Accessibility Shortcut panel. With Option Command F5, the
3: keyboard shortcuts button now. Accessibility panel. One. New Accessibility option. Switch control. Complete control of the Mac with a single button for people with impaired physical and motor skills. On-screen keyboard. Automatically scan through and access keys on the keyboard. Built-in features such as predictive text and sticky keys help improve typing efficiency. Mouse control. Use a sweeping cursor to simulate mouse movements such as moving around the screen, clicking, and dragging. Switch control panel editor, create, edit, and share your own on-screen keyboards to streamline commonly used actions and shortcuts for different applications. With the switch control panel editor, you can position groups of buttons together, customize, color, text, size, and imagery, and specify the layout. Once you've created the perfect keyboard for a specific app or task, sharing it with others is easy. The files can be emailed and opened directly into the panel editor for review and import. 2. New accessibility option, Captions. Users can select the appearance of closed captions, including fonts, highlights, and backgrounds. These settings will apply in apps such as iTunes and QuickTime Player. Three, voiceover.
4: I'll just stop it there for number three, voiceover, because I'll get to voiceover in a minute. So basically, as it said, it's got two new features in the accessibility panel. We now have switch control, which, of course, is in iOS 7, allowing a person with physical motor issues to access the Mac through a physical or software switch, and, of course, the section option to do with captioning, and as it said, relates to such applications such as iTunes or QuickTime Player. And of course, to find those two options, you would go into System Preferences Accessibility Panel. And of course, using the VoiceOver Interact with that table. And I'll just might actually just show you that quickly so you can have a look at it yourself. And i also make another point that you can turn on in Accessibility Panel if you're not aware of the Accessibility Option to bring it up in the menu, so you can tell what accessibility options are currently running on your Mac or another person's Mac. So let me just jump to the dock with V or Control Option D.
3: Dock. System Preferences. Okay, that's already selected. Let's just tap. System bar. Preferences. System Preferences. Window. Toolbar. Okay, just preference panes Scroll Area. Scroll Pane. Interact. Interact with Preference panes Scroll Area top type in HCC. accessibility button. There we go, accessibility. Press a- accessibility features table display, display image selected. Okay, how to interact. Interact with accessibility features table row two of 12. Let me just jump to the top of the table. Seeing row one of 12.
4: Okay, and that's going to do VO down to just go through them. So that's seeing, and I'm not going to actually repeat what VoiceOver is saying. You can just listen to what VoiceOver is saying through each one until we get down to captioning and switch control
3: display display image zoom zoom image voiceover voiceover image hearing audio audio image captions captions image says so captions interacting keyboard keyboard image mouse and trackpad mouse and trackpad image switch control Switch control image. I can now interact with the table. Stop interacting with accessibility features table. Switch control. Switch control image. Selected.
4: And now if I do very rather contraption, right
3: General. Selected tab, one of four. So you've got four tabs, you've got general. Switches tab, two of four. Switches. Navigation, Navigation. tab, three of four. Timing tab and 404. Four.
4: Okay, but if I jump to the bottom of this current window rather than go through those options,
3: help button
4: and then come back,
3: show accessibility status on menu bar, check checkbox,
4: show accessibility menu on status bar. So if I go back to my extras menu
3: with VOM twice, now in menu extras, drop box 2.4.6, up to date menu extra, okay, now I come across to the right, accessibility menu extra.
4: Okay, that's my accessibility menu. So if I VO spacebar on that, I can drop the spacebar.
3: Accessibility menu nine items. Come down. Cursor magnification off, dimmed. Invert colors off, dimmed. Flash screen off, dimmed. Mouse keys off, dimmed. Slow keys off, dimmed. Of course, I'm just
4: dinnering through these options with VO dinner.
3: Sticky keys off, dimmed. Voice over on, dimmed. Switch control off, dimmed. Accessibility preferences, ellipsis.
4: Okay, and that's it for the menu. And, of course, the only one that's on at the moment is VoiceOver. And if I do Vo spacebar on the System accessibility
3: preferences, panel, accessibility window, show accessibility status and menu bar, check checkbox. Come
4: back to the accessibility panel. So let me again keep things nice and tidy. Command W to close down
3: system preferences. Text edit, notes for Mavericks.txt window.
4: Okay, and let's read the point about VoiceOver, which was number
3: three. Three. VoiceOver. VoiceOver utility. Sound. Audio ducking. VoiceOver can now duck the system sound when speaking. VoiceOver utility. Braille. Use automatic Braille translation. VoiceOver automatically uncontracts the word in the voiceover cursor for more precise editing. MathML support. VoiceOver can now speak MathML equations on the web. New voices. Allison, Oliver, Ava, Vena, Kate, And Susan, also part of System Voices. Multi-select to copy files changes to VO plus command plus enter. This command now for actions menu. List all actions that can be performed with current item.
4: So the first one I'm actually going to show you is the audio ducking. Now, we know about audio ducking on our iOS devices, such as the iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch. When you're playing music and you're using VoiceOver, the Music ducks under VoiceOver so that you can hear what's happening on your iPhone, iPod Touch or iPad. So they've got the same thing on Mavericks and it's on by default. And I've actually currently turned mine off. So let me bring up VoiceOver utility with V O F eight or Control Option F eight.
3: Opening vo- VoiceOver utility. VoiceOver utility window.
4: Let me just select sound by doing Command at six. Sound. Okay. And by the way, if you did command 1, 2, 3, 4, up to 0, it would switch between each item in the category. You don't have to actually go through that table. Okay, So I'll just do it quickly. So i going to do, hold down the command key and just press the keys from 1 to 0. Okay, here's 1,
3: general, 2, verbosity, verbosity, 3, speech, speech, 4, navigation, navigation, 5, web, web, 6, sound, sound, 7, visuals, visuals, 8, Commanders. Commanders. Ninth, Braille. Braille. Zero. Activities. Activities.
4: OK, so you can very quickly just jump to the actual category in the voice inventory you want to get to. So I'm just going to do Command-6 to get back to sound. Sound. Now it's going to do VRI and get to the audio ducking checkbox.
3: Mute sound effects. Unchecked checkbox. Enable audio ducking. Unchecked checkbox.
4: Now, of course, on yours, if you just installed Mavericks, it'll be on. So I'm going to put mine back on again by just pressing the space bar.
3: Checked. Enable audio ducking checkbox.
4: So let me go to my documents folder and play one of my MP3 files. And you'll actually hear what happens when I start using voiceover when it talks. It'll duck the podcast sound under voiceover. So I'm going to do Command-Tab.
3: Text-Edit. Finder, finder. Finder. Desktop. Macintosh HD Volume.
4: Okay, and let me go and bring up my documents folder by just doing the shortcut key, shift, command
3: Documents. Now in documents window, list view, table.
4: Okay, let me interact with the table.
3: Interact with list view, table. So go to the top. Name, date. Okay, come down. Demo of airplane setting Mac. Demo of handwriting mode using voiceover. Demo of the Apple IIE emulator with the echo synthesizer.mp3mp3audio.
4: Okay, so I'm gonna press the spacebar on the demo of the Mess Apple IIE emulator. Now in quick look for downloading, installing and running the MES Okay, so that's emulator my demo talking. Now if I start using a voice to over with the screen,
3: close button, zoom button, close button.
4: Okay, you can actually close till. button.
3: Zoom demo of the Apple Open File, share file as well button. As full talking, screen button. It's lowered the volume Preview of the background sound. Full screen button. And if I
4: stop using voiceover, web address. and the web address is www.bluegrasspals, as in blue, B-L-U-E, grass. Okay, so it's
3: brought the audio back up again. Press escape. Now in documents window.
4: Yeah, you know, I find when I'm doing audio editing that ducking's actually fairly annoying, so that's why I've actually got mine turned off. So I'm just going to quickly just do Command Tab to get back to your Voiceover Utility.
3: Voiceover Utility. Voiceover Utility. Voiceover Utility. Window. Enable audio ducking. Check checkbox. Turn mine off for spacebar. Unchecked. Enable audio ducking checkbox.
4: Now the other option that I won't go through here but did mention it in the notes where I'm still sitting in VoiceOver Utility was in Braille and the fact that you've got more control over editing contracted Braille now using course of course a Braille display and the fact that you've got MathML support. At the date of this recording, my BrailleSense U2, whilst it will connect with my Mac Air via USB, it actually won't connect via Bluetooth. So hopefully that'll be in a future update that I can start using my U2 again via Bluetooth. Now, before I get to talk about the new voices in Mavericks, I'll just show you the two commands that have sort of changed. So let me just do Command-Tab to go back around to Finder again.
3: Finder, Documents, Window, Demo of the Apple II Emulator.
4: Let's example, I want to multi-select items in a folder now. As it said in the points, the new command is actually VO command enter or control option command enter. So if I do that now.
3: Demo of the Apple IIE emulator with the Echo synthesizer.mp3mp3 audio selected added to selection one item selected.
4: Okay, that was just me doing VO command enter again. So if I do VO demo
3: demo of the Apple TV for September 2013 airplay speakers and low vision options.mp3mp3 audio. Okay,
4: and I'm going to select that one. I can do via command entry again.
3: Demo of the Apple TV for September 2013 AirPlay speakers and low vision options. MP3 MP3 audio added to selection Two items selected.
4: Yeah, let's do via there a few times. Demo,
3: demo, demo of using Skype out on Mac to retrieve work voicemails and take notesmp 3 .mp3 audio. We'll add that
4: one via command enter.
3: Demo of using Skype out on Mac to retrieve work voicemails and take notesmp 3 .mp3 audio. Added to selection. Three items selected.
4: And of course, if I just did now command C, okay, I'll just copy them to the clipboard. And of course I could go somewhere else and then paste them in. The previous command to do multiple selections was previously via command spacebar. That actually now brings up actions for the current item. So for example, so let me uninteract.
3: Stop interacting with list view table. Okay, it's gonna to jump to the top of the window. Toolbar. Okay, interact with my toolbar. Interact with toolbar. Eight items back group. Okay, we go to the right via runner. Right View radio group action menu button. Okay. Drop box menu button.
4: And I see what current options I've got for this control. So via command spacebar, control command spacebar.
3: Actions menu two items. Okay, via runner. Show menu. So I can show menu. Press. And I can press to activate it. Okay.
4: So for quite a few different other items that you do via command spacebar on. Of course, you may get less or more options for the current control if it has multiple options to do with that current control. So, for example, if, so if I do
3: VR, bar, show menu,
4: and I show menu, VO spacebar, control option spacebar,
3: menu, one item, move to Dropbox. Okay, I've got moved to Dropbox because i currently got a
4: file selected in my Move this file table. to Dropbox. Okay, so the manuscript
3: is escape, closing menu. Dropbox, menu button. Command W. Close window. Now in desktop. Macintosh HD volume.
4: As that last point said for voiceover, there are quite a number of voices that you can download through the custom option in voiceover utility. And I've currently installed most of them, if not all of them. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to use my voiceover option via command and then left and right, up and down. To show you the different voices. And of course, it's going to go through some of the ones that are already in VoiceOver before, but you'll definitely be able to hear what the new ones briefly sound like. So I'm going to do a VO Command Right Arrow.
3: Pitch 50%, volume 100%, intonation 50%, voice Alex.
4: Okay, so that's the current voice Alex. Now let me do VO Command denaro. Right arrow. And of course, as I'm going through the list, I'm holding down the VO Command or Contraption Command keys while I'm just pressing the Den right Arrow.
3: Tom. Samantha. Moira. Bina. Ava. Allison. Serena. Uli. Karen.
4: Oliver. Daniel. Fiona. Red. Kate. Ro.
3: Sangita. Susan. Tessa.
4: And that's it for the moment. Now, if you're wondering where you can download these voices, of course, it's back in VoiceOver Utility. So, VOF8, or Control-F8 to jump back into VoiceOver Utility. VoiceOver Utility. Voice over utility window, enable audio ducking, unchecked checkbox. Okay, and as you can tell, I've just still got Tessa running because she was the last one I took my hands off, so to speak. <laughs> just realized what I said then. Um, let me just put Alex back on. So via command
3: deno. Voice Alex. Okay, I'm back to Alex.
4: Okay, so I need to get back to speech, which is command three. Speech. And if I do via runner, contraption runner.
3: Utility category, voices, selected tab. One okay, of two. Voice is
4: already selected, so I keep going over to Default Voice.
3: Pronunciation tab, two of two. And a quick way to get there is just to do via command J. Mute speech. Unchecked. Alex, Default Voice pop-up button. it's okay, a Default Voice pop-up button. Activate that with via spacebar. Menu 28 items, check mark, Alex. Come down to the bottom. Customize Ellipsis. And it's
4: Customize via spacebar.
3: Interact with dialogue for window voiceover utility. Select voices. Okay, so if I just do via right or from search text field.
4: Okay, I just want to bring up the English voices for myself for the moment. So I'm going to type in the word English.
3: Press there. English highlighted. Okay, and if I do, if I move across to the table, voices table. Interact. Interact with voices table row one of 66.
4: Yeah, there's not 66 voices. It includes the headers as well, and of course, we've both got the compact and the premium voices that are there already. So if I just do VO down, down.
3: Karen, check checkbox. So Karen's already checked. Karen, compact, unchecked checkbox. And Karen
4: is unchecked. In fact, I've actually unchecked all of my compact voices
3: on the Mac. Lee, checked checkbox. Lee, compact, unchecked checkbox. Of course, VO down at the moment. English, India, Sangita. Check checkbox. Sangita compact. Uncheck checkbox. Vina. Check checkbox.
4: Okay, so example, let me just come down to Oliver.
3: Vina comp English. Moira. Moirak English. Fiona. Fiona English. Tessa. Tessa English. Kate. Kate. Kate Serena. Serena English. Daniel. Daniel Oliver. Check checkbox.
4: Okay, so if he wasn't already downloaded, I could check Oliver. And if I un-interact.
3: stop interacting with voices table. Okay, uninteract. Stop interacting with scroll area. Come to the right. Play button. I can play. Hello, my name is Oliver. I am a British English voice. Press play button. Excited. Cancel button. Okay. Dimmed default button.
4: And basically, it's dimmed at the moment because I've already downloaded the voice. But if you hadn't already checked one of those voices that you hadn't previously downloaded, once you check it, it will then download via software update to your system that of course you can then use with both voiceover and the system voice as well. Okay, so that will do me for voiceover utility. I'm just going to press command Q.
3: Quit voiceover utility.
4: Let me just command tab around. Finder,
3: text edit, text edit, edit. notes for mavericks.txt window.
4: So that completes this demonstration of iOS 10.9 Mavericks using it with VoiceOver. I hope you've enjoyed listening to it. Thanks for listening and bye for now.
1: Hi everybody, this is Mary Emerson and I'm going to talk a little about the Kindle Fire HDX. I am hoping to use this as a book reader If it works the way that I am hoping it will, the device should work as a music player, as a book reader from Audible or from the Kindle store, and it also has functions for hearing impaired people. I especially look forward to checking out the monaural single channel function. I'm recording this on the same day that I received it, and I did a previous recording as I turn the thing on for the first time. And I'll be sharing some of that recording in this segment. This device is a flat piece of technology. The top surface is completely taken up with the screen, which is glass. And this thing is thinner around the outer edges than it is when you get past the first quarter inch or so around the edge. Then it gets a little thicker. And that area where it gets from thinner to thicker is kind of slanted because you have got the rectangular top edge and then you got this little area in between the top edge and the bottom of the device that sits on a table or in your lap and this area... Between the top edge and the bottom is what I call the ledge, although that isn't really quite what it is, but I don't have any other name for it. And that slanted area has room for buttons. On the top surface along the ledge in the upper left and the upper right corner are two grids. And I would guess that they're speakers. The right side on the ledge, there are two buttons volume up which is top button and volume down which is the bottom button. If you look above these and slightly toward the upper right corner and on the edge itself you find a headphone jack and this is your standard little headphone jack on the left ledge what you find near the same area where you found the two buttons on the right side is a single button and this is the power button and a little above that on the edge itself similar to what we had on the right side we have a micro USB port and this device comes with a cable one end being a regular USB port and the other end being a micro USB in addition to the cable it comes with a piece of paper that gives Warranty and other sources of information on one side and on the other side. It's titled getting to know your Kindle fire There's a picture that covers most of that page down at the bottom of that page It gives you steps that you need to follow to get your Kindle fire up and running charge the battery another thing it mentions is to unlock the device That describes the Kindle and the accessories, although it does come with a power adapter and what you do is you plug in the regular USB standard plug into the port on the power adapter and then the prongs to plug it into power fold out from the underside of the adapter and once you get them folded out you can plug them in and charge the battery. I've had the battery charging for I would guess probably about an hour or two and the adapter has cooled off. For the first hour or so it was warm to the touch and I suspect that the charging has finished by now because the AC adapter has gotten much cooler. To turn on the device you push the power button. And what you have to do when you turn it on for the first time is you have to unlock the device. There's an icon on the device that says unlock. And what worked for me was I started at the top and started near the middle of the screen on the top row. Let's say you divide this thing into rows like print on the pages of a book and you move one finger from the middle of the screen towards the left but not all the way to the left and i did that repeatedly going down for example row one row two going a little further down the screen and then a little further down the screen and since i didn't quite know where the unlocked icon was that was how i had to do it i went down toward the bottom but i didn't go completely to what would be a virtual bottom row and I just kept swiping from the middle of the screen towards the left you just take your finger and you slide it across after you turn on the power and eventually you have to take it by faith that it worked to get the accessibility to work you push the power button You hold it down while you take two fingers. I used my index finger and middle finger of my right hand. You spread them out slightly. You don't want them touching each other, but just spread them out. And you place them on the screen and hold them in one place. You don't move them around at all. And as you continue to hold the power button down, you will hear a chime. You hear the chime rather soon after you hold the power button down. keep holding down two fingers to enable accessibility accessibility enabled the voice was too low to hear I moved my right hand to the volume control and pushed up a few times until it said a hundred percent and now I'm going to turn on the power and show you what happens when I turn it on I'm just going to tap it Two o 1 a.m. obviously I have to set the time but let's push the volume and show you the volume. I have it at 100%. I'm going to push it up.
3: Music volume 100%.
1: And you can turn the volume down. I'm going to push it down. Music volume set to 100%. Okay, I'm going to turn it down by pushing the down button.
3: Music volume 90%. Music volume set to
1: 85%.
3: Music volume set to 100%.
1: I'm going to turn the screen off. Screen off. And that's just pushing the power button. And I've heard that to get into the settings, you swipe vertically from the top of the screen to the bottom of the screen. And I haven't done the settings yet. I really need to look at the gestures a little more to figure out what I'm supposed to do. The voice that you heard is one of the Ivona voices and the Ivona voices are very clear. I have them on another device and really enjoy using them. You can find accessibility information about this device. I guess the easiest way to do this could be to do a Google search for Kindle Fire HDX accessibility that might get you where you need to go. I used the Serotalk podcast, the first podcast that they had in November. And if you look at the show notes, there's a link to Kindle Fire itself. And right below that, there's an accessibility link. And that's how I got to the page with all the information on it. And you can copy information from that page into a text file. That's what I did. There's supposed to be documentation on the device itself, but I don't know what format it is. I don't know if it's a PDF file or what it is. I hope that some of this information has gotten you interested. Thank you for listening to this. This is Mary Emerson for Main Menu.
3: Screen off.
0: Thank you again for being with us today on Main Menu. We always appreciate having you here. We hope you've Enjoyed the show, and we'll see you back again here next week on Main Menu.